Hi guys, uh, welcome back. This is episode 10 of A Niner's Purpose, and today I'm joined by... Hey, it's Tanner. What's up, it's Duncan. And today Duncan's going to be hitting us with a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, so the quote is, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Um, I chose this quote because I think we've kind of touched on this in multiple episodes where we kind of acknowledge that maybe to start something, you have to start small. Um, I know that I've said, like, start improving your life just by simply cleaning your room or doing one of the tasks that seem kind of useless or menial just because it gets you on the right track to keep moving forward and you can start snowballing successes. And so I just figured we'd dedicate an episode to this since it was such a reoccurring theme. What do you think, Tanner? What do you think? Um, well, I, I don't think Martin Luther King's talking about a, a um, running a marathon, but I mean, if mm -hmm. you want to take it as that, I mean, it's obviously physical advice too, not just, not just mental advice. Mm -hmm. He's saying just approach the better you that you want to be tomorrow, no matter what it takes. Because, I mean, like we've said probably a hundred times on this show, the last thing you want to do is end up with regret. Mm -hmm. Because ain't nobody ever got to, you know, age 70 say, I did too much. And obviously Martin Luther King's talking about, you know, the civil rights movement. And that's kind mm -hmm. of the, the historical era that he is growing up on. But even that era gives you some great kind of benchmarks for just how small the successes had to be in order for everything to eventually snowball into just this wonderful period of time in which we did finally manage to get equal rights for all people. Kind of as Martin Luther King said, you got to start small. You got to start maybe just by like crawling before you can actually get anywhere important. Yeah. And I think that with any goal or movement or anything you're trying to contribute towards, he's mainly focusing on that last bit, or I, I like to focus on the last bit, but whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. You can't just stop and give up and say, I can't do this. There's usually always another alternative or something you can do in the meantime or a different area you can work on that will help you towards your overall goal. And if that's exercise and you say, oh, I can't lift this much, then you can go do this different type of exercise that works out uh, a similar part of the body so it can help strengthen you to help do this other kind of lift. And I think also, I and mean, we're all college students, the academic sphere is such a wonderful um, example of this too. because. I don't know about you guys, but as an engineer, I have to take classes that build. I took the intro to engineering course this semester. Next semester, I'm signed up for the second level of that intro to engineering course in which it's more specialized on the field that you are specifically studying within engineering. But a lot of academic courses are like this where they build and they start small and it seems menial. And there's a lot of uh, those little details that you have to get right. And you're almost crawling along until all of a sudden there's almost a switch that turns on and all of a sudden you're going at like a breakneck pace. The same happened with my ceramics class that I've been taking as a liberal studies course. We started without even being able to center the dang piece of clay on the wheel. It took us like two weeks to do that. But then like last week we learned not only how to make plates, but we also learned how to make cups. And then we're learning how to make pitchers tomorrow. And so it's all these different things that kind of you start slowly and then all of a sudden you almost uh, crest that peak and all of a sudden it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like everything in life is like that, you know, just about like there's not a lot of things that you can do over the long term that start with you just going and mm -hmm. going really, really, really fast at it. Like, especially if you're someone like, like me, like I, when I moved into college, I, I don't even know if I could have done two consecutive pull-ups. Yeah. Like I couldn't. And so, you know, the best way for me to work that out was to do, you know, either assisted pull-ups or angled pull-ups, 
or stuff like that just to strengthen that part of the body to make it easier for me to you know do that reach that goal so on top of that when you're um when you're crawling you know slow movement towards your goal you should always make short-term goals Mm -hmm. short-term goals that make that that movement feel feel faster like um if you're looking if you're trying to lose 20 pounds you know you should you should feel accomplished at every half pound pound you lose you know because you're getting there. You you know you're making strides towards who you want to be tomorrow and what life you want to have. And I love the idea. And I picked this up from a book of just one more. Um, in the book, it was basically this uh, teenager who was stuck hiking with an older individual, and the teenager was tired. So the older individual said, "Look ahead and find a tree and walk to that tree, and then tell yourself when you get there that you're going to have a rest. But then as soon as you get to that tree, you look ahead and you find another tree and you walk to that tree." And so that's kind of the mentality that I've kind of grown up with and kind of implemented in my life. It's just one more. It's just one more. We did a UHP um, team building exercise on the high ropes course in which we had to climb basically a telephone pole and there were staples in it. And there was a girl that was going up and she got scared. And I kept yelling at her, just one more, just one more step, just one more step. And halfway through um, of that like final quarter, she turns down to me and she yells, there's more than one more. And I said, no, just, just get that one more higher. And eventually she got all the way to the top and she's like, oh my gosh, it was just one more. And she jumped from the thing. She grabbed the bandana. It was wonderful. But all she had to do to get to that point was go one more and then go one more after that. And it was very powerful to be able to see her accomplish that feat because she was at one point scared out of her mind, not sure if she could move on. But she overcame those fears because she had all those small and short uh, term goals and she was just taking it one step at a time. Yeah, I really agree with that. It's it's more uh not just a quote, it's it's a mentality you have to adopt in anything you do. And I feel like most of the quotes that we do introduce here end up being mentalities that'd be very useful for most people to introduce into their life long term and how they go about doing things. And like you've heard uh, Duncan and Nathan say, that can be applied to many different experiences, whether it's exercise or academics. It's just a it's a type of mentality and goal and mental strength that you have to apply to yourself. And that can't always be easy and it won't always be easy uh, adapting that, especially when it comes to new mentalities because once you're set in a certain mindset you're usually there for a long time it's like habits you have to work at them and do them every day to really develop them and really have them long term so just starting out by saying this week I'm gonna do this in the gym or apply it in my schooling or apply it in how I eat and you can just apply just one more just a simple task just this little here and there and maybe not just the automatic leap to flying will help me end up accomplishing my goal. Duncan, you want to talk about how this relates to us starting carnivore next week? Oh, dang. So yeah, (laughs) we're starting carnivore next week, which will be November 1st. Um, you know, and we're just going all meat, which will be very interesting. But for me, we have that two week period of what I've heard to be a terrible two weeks. I know Um, I'm really like, Honestly, what has scared me the most is sugar withdrawals. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, dude. I've People heard, say those are horrible. I've heard of the, the explosive diarrhea. Yep. I've heard of the people mm. who go, well, there's explosive diarrhea, and then there's the explosive diarrhea that is re- resultant of you not having dietary fiber. I think yeah. that that will definitely be a, just one more for those two weeks. I think it's going to have to be. It's going like, to have to be one of those I'm waking up and I'm eating, and it's self-control, and it's yep. You know, pre-planning too, because for breakfast, we're probably going to have to have like 
leftovers from the night before to eat. Yeah. Or um, just sausage. Yeah. Which is not that appealing to me because I don't want my cholesterol cholesterol levels to be like yeah. sky high. But that is going to be one of those just one more. Just yeah. one more. Until well, I mean it's only a month. We can turn so. that point. Yeah. It's and, only a month. And it's a short month. Well, it's not even a month, you know? It's two weeks. Well, two, after those two, two weeks, weeks that, we're supposed to feel the, great. Yeah. They said that's when the you know the joint pain goes yeah. away and stuff like that. I I'd say like definitely like that's if you if you can find something in your life that you've got a goal towards and you mm-hmm. just apply that mentality, it's a totem of self-discipline is mm-hmm. what it is. It's a, it's not just a quote. It's not just a daily thought process. It's a way of conducting who you are, a way of conducting who you are, how you present yourself to other people. Cause you can tell, you can tell the difference between people that believe in themselves, believe in their, but they're like, they know their limits, but they sure know that they could also become better. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that makes you a strong character to other people. You, you are you're a beacon of strength to other people. And that that's also helpful. You know, when you can be confident for other people, people become more confident in a group of confident people. If you can help other people achieve their goals by you achieving your goals, then, you know, you've done everything right. Yeah, and those self-imposed limitations on like diet, you know. That kind of goes back to a religious level. And I think that there is something very strong in an individual being able to have enough self-control in order to just not do something for whatever period of time or like for their whole lifetime, they're not eating certain foods or whatever else, which to me, I respect that a lot, even if I don't believe in the reasons for why they do it, just because they have the self-control and the capacity to do it. Like I would never go vegetarian because my lifestyle just doesn't fit that. But I do admire the people who can manage to go without meat because I love bacon too much. I think self-discipline really goes hand in hand with a lot of the topics we cover and not necessarily like self-discipline leads to purpose. But I think self-discipline or having more than the average person or just having an abundance definitely leads towards happiness. I think Mm -hmm. most of the happiest people do have lots of self-discipline where they're able to hold themselves to different moral values and different mindsets and activities that they do every day that benefits them and they they don't slack off and they're they're able to apply their guiding values towards everything they do and it just leads to an overall happier person which later down the road will lead to them understanding purpose i think it's not just it's not just a self-discipline it's a self-discipline that builds more self-discipline right because you are disciplining yourself but the point of the quote is that that's a building feature and self-discipline in a lot of people is a you know it's a mental strength and like physical muscles, you need to strengthen your, your mental strength in self-discipline because it's hard. It's hard to make yourself do something. And especially in the way that you choose to conduct making yourself do something, you know? And if you can control your impulses, that also kind of helps you navigate your social life as well, you know, with relationships with people and everything else, no one enjoys you just constantly being an impulsive individual and saying whatever's on your mind and, you know, wanting or grabbing everything that you just impulsively want or grab. And so a lot of that self-discipline can just help you navigate your life a bit better and navigate your relationships a bit better and just make sure that everyone else appreciates who you are. And it's not very easy to um, put these limitations on yourself because Martin Luther, he's the king. He's not saying in this quote, it's easy to start out crawling. Mm-hmm. It, it's so much easier just to, you know, relax and sit still and, lay around and but getting just starting and going and just moving and some capacity is what really gets you going and building on that routine of moving and eventually developing to flying 
And I think sometimes if you just start crawling, sometimes you can create a habit. You know, with me, I wouldn't say that before I started working out, I felt bad. But I can say now that now that I work out uh, continuously over like five days and sometimes six days, if I don't work out that many days, I just feel like crap, dude. You know, there's Mm -hmm. there's something about it where I'm just like, I'm lazy and I've been slacking. And I understand that, you know, sometimes I feel like a bum just because I haven't done anything. And um, I think a lot of that wouldn't have happened beforehand. But now that I've kind of started walking and crawling and running and I don't think I've been flying yet with working out and stuff like that. But I think that there is definitely something very valuable in just having started because now I don't feel like I want to stop. I think another perspective we can take on the quote is um, that Martin Luther might not just be talking about you as an individual. We can be talking about society, groups of people. And, you know, especially him being a him leading the civil rights movement and helping uh, that come about, um, he could be talking about generations upon generations of people like this generation will crawl so the next one can walk and that one will walk so the next one can run and so on and so on up the chain. Because, you know, another pinnacle of duty and this is, you know, every person that's had kids like most likely knows, you know, you want to make your kid's life better than your life ever was. Mm-hmm. And so that, that could also be what he's talking about. And you could apply that directly to how you conduct your life. All, you always want to build a better future for, for the next individuals. And sometimes it's not even that, uh, I guess you're not all that alt- altruistic. Sometimes it's just you want to have a better future tomorrow for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you're a selfish person, you know, you still want to have a better phone or whatever. And so you'll, tend to work towards that future and it's to me something that like you know makes us uniquely human i i I don't think there's a whole lot of other animals out there that understand that they need to sacrifice their time and sacrifice parts of today so that tomorrow will be a little bit easier but i think that it's very important that yeah in terms of movements uh it's it's always uh the way this quote is added up together it's about grassroots you know Mm -hmm. it's it's about the individuals and small groups that have their minds changed about some societal issue that eventually go out and convince others and change the minds of others. And it, it goes from little groups to communities to states to the entire country. And you can apply that building pattern to these grand schemes or even to just like your own health in general. And I think that it's very helpful to start looking at things this way. Yeah. With with many of the movements going on, it doesn't have to be controversial. It could be even like in your company, if you're trying to do transition from one type of software, like an older like Windows 8 to the newest Windows 10 or Windows 11. It's about looking how you can get it started small and catch on and eventually build to a, a greater thing down the road. And I like what you said about uh, sacrificing time today. Like you can't have anything greater tomorrow without sacrificing anything today. And Martin Luther King Jr. definitely understood that starting and changing the minds of people in his time would lead to a time that we live in today with greater equal rights and a better time that I think that he would be proud to see so many years later after he lived. So today and, you know, for the rest of the week, I just want you guys to think about, you know, figure out where you can crawl, figure out where you can move that crawl to a walk figure out where you can move that walk to a run and maybe even figure out where you can move that run to a fly and just go and start something new, create something, a habit, make something better. 
And um, until next time, I'm Duncan signing off. All right. And uh, I want to leave with a final note. If you guys want to be more informed on when our uh, episodes go up, make sure that on Spotify you have notifications turned on for when our new episodes go up. And follow us on Instagram at uh, Uptown Audio. That's uh, no spaces, no capitals, Uptown Audio. And uh, we we post on there when a new episode goes up, both on Instagram stories and a Instagram post. And uh, if you listen to the episode and have any thoughts on it, leave a comment below on those posts. We'll see you later. All right. We'll see you guys next time.